Have you ever heard of something called catastrophic thinking? Catastrophic thinking is when you think that something always terrible is going to happen to you. A lot of people suffer from this. I do this a lot, you know, not doing it at the moment, but I do, I am susceptible to this. So you believe when I say you, I mean the generic you, you believe that you're going to get divorced. You're going to die, go to jail, get some horrible illness, go bankrupt, whatever. People have catastrophic thinking about all different kinds of things. It's fear. Essentially what it is is fear. It's some of the most terrible fear that you will ever experience. And people do this a lot. And what they do is, you know, there's a remote chance of something bad happening. Some some remote possibility that something bad is going to happen. And they blow it up so they think that there is 100% chance of it happening. Like, I am definitely going to jail. Like, maybe there is a point zero 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 one percent chance I'm going to jail. I think I am going to jail. And you know what? Never happens. Never happens. It never happens. And what happens next? Well, they're on to worrying about the next thing. And it's not to say that bad things don't happen. Bad things do absolutely happen to good people all the time. But it's never the things that you're worrying about. And when I say worry, I mean extreme fear or anxiety. So fear so bad that you can't even function. And I've been there. I did this for years. I want to say from about 2006 to 2013, I live like this. I live in a state of fear and paranoia all the time. And it was miserable. It was miserable. And it's a terrible way to live, except a lot of people live this way. And it's called catastrophic thinking. And for me, I've gotten so bad, it's turned into like paranoid delusions. And I've seen it happen to other people too. I've seen people kill themselves over things that were in their imagination. It wasn't going to happen. Not in a million years. This stuff wasn't going to happen. And they literally committed suicide for no reason whatsoever. I have seen this happen. So I'm not a therapist or a mental health expert, but my wife suggested a way for me to get past this that was absolutely genius. So she said, you know, if you are worried about something, you should write it down, right? I was like, what's that going to do? She's like, trust me, just write it down. So I, I had a fear about something and I wrote it down. And what was interesting was when I wrote it down, a lot of the power of that fear just went away. It immediately got better, but that's not why it got better. So when you have catastrophic thinking, you go from one fear to the next fear to the next fear to the next fear. So six months later, I had a list of about eight or 10 things that I had fear about. And I went back and I looked at that list, especially the beginning of the list, stuff from six months ago. I'm like, I can't believe I was afraid of that. I cannot believe I was afraid of that. Like, <laughs> it was laughable. It was almost comical, you know? And after a while, you just have a long list of things that you have fear about. And when, when you look at the top of the list, all the early stuff, you see that none of it came true. None of it came true. 
And the crazy thing is, is that in your head, you're like, okay, this time is different. This time it's going to come true. But it never comes true, ever. It's all in your head. In fact, when you go and look at the early part of that list, you probably laugh at yourself. And I highly recommend if you suffer from catastrophic thinking, if you suffer from fear and anxiety, to write these things down. Write these things down. And then six months from now, a year from now, go back and look at them. And you will see that the thing that you were worried about never happened and you made yourself worried for no reason. So you keep doing it over time. And you see this being repeated over and over again about how you predict that these bad things are going to happen and you your batting average on this is zero. Zero, zero, zero. Your batting average on predicting bad things is zero. And yet people predict it over and over and over again. Does that sound like insanity? That is the definition of insane. And people do it all the time. Making a list of your fears is the best thing you can do. Keep adding to the list and keep checking back on it. And a lot of this comes from trauma that we have experienced in childhood or even adulthood, right? For me, a lot of it had to do with 9-11. I was at the World Trade Center at 9-11. I saw lots of terrible things. It profoundly affected me. And it really influenced my thinking for the rest of my life, you know? Uh, I went from thinking that the world was a happy place to a world was a dangerous place. You know, a lot of psychological trauma from that. I learned that life is random, that bad stuff happens to you randomly all the time, and there is nothing you can do to control it. And that's why people try to control things with their minds. It gives them the illusion of control. And then I spent the next 10 years worrying about all the bad things that were going to happen to me. So (laughs) this was crazy. My mom sent me some old pictures the other day from around 2003 or so. And there was a picture of me on the Lehman trading floor over the weekend. And I didn't look so good. This was 2000. This is 20 years ago. I was 2003. And I showed this picture to my wife. And you know what she said? She said that I look sick. And I had all kinds of things wrong with me. I was suffering from bipolar disorder and I was completely untreated. And it's funny how you can tell looking at pictures of someone that someone's something's wrong. And I got to tell you, I never want to go back to that place. I looked at that picture and I was like, oh, man, I, re- I remember what that was like. I never want to go back to that place. I have, I have bad days every once in a while. Sometimes I have a bad day. Back then, I used to have bad years. I used to have bad years. And my mental health is the most important thing to me in this world. It takes priority over everything. And I have to work on it on a daily basis. You know, for me, it's partially hereditary. I have, you know, it's biological. I have a chemical imbalance and have to take a few simple medications every day and I'm completely fine. And the medications have side effects that are annoying, but if I don't take the medications, I'll be dead. And I constantly have to work on my mental and spiritual health. 
if I find that I am mentally disturbed, my first order of business is to quiet the disturbance. And I have to get sleep. Sleep is the most important thing in the world. And so many people do not get enough sleep. You know, I used to be, when I was in my 20s, I was like, I don't need sleep. Sleep when you're dead. Um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't need to sleep. And I was one of these people pulling all-nighters in college. I used to, I, I pulled two all-nighters in a row. And I was, you know, I could go for days without sleep and I thought that that was cool and it's not cool. You just do not function well when you're not getting enough sleep. <laughs> you have to get sleep. So I get a full eight hours every night. I get a full eight hours of sleep, sometimes more, sometimes nine. And I need it. It is the most important thing in the world. And I can't have fears. I can't cannot have fears. I cannot have resentments. This stuff is like poison. Resentments are the worst thing in the world. One thing I will say is that today you cannot make me angry. It is impossible to make me angry. Yeah, sometimes I get annoyed, but I do not get angry. And I used to be the angriest guy around full of rage. I was such a jerk, such a jerk. You know, I think back to the way I behaved the whole time when I was at Lehman Brothers, when I was a trader. And, you know, there's a lot of yelling anyway, because you're yelling orders and prices and stuff like that. But I used to lose my temper like six times a day. And I would be so angry at my desk that I would be shaking. And you know, what's crazy. I don't get angry anymore. I don't. I have worked very, very hard on this. Imagine, you know, when you get angry, <laughs> what happens is you have something called an emotional hangover. And afterwards, you feel guilt, you feel remorse, you feel ter terrible. And the hangover is worse than getting angry. And I just got to a point in my life where I said, I can't do this anymore, you know? So I, I, you cannot make me angry. You are much, much happier if you are mentally healthy. And this, why am I talking about this? Because this is a show about being happy. It's not necessarily about money. It's a show about being happy. And you are much more productive too. The amount of work I can handle today is orders of magnitude above what I could do before. You know, you fix this stuff, you'll have better relationships. You'll have better relationships with your spouse, your kids, and your friends, you know. And I'm not going to get into this today, but one thing also helps is if you have no fear of death. And I don't. I'll get into why some other time. We're here on earth to learn. That's why we are here. It is my belief that we are here on this planet to learn. And once we have learned enough, that's when we are permitted to go. So when we're done learning, our time is up. So if you're someone that has lots of fear and anxiety, write this stuff down, make a list. I have told numerous people to do this over the years. And you know what? They won't do it. They won't do it because they're not in enough pain. They haven't suffered enough yet. I got to the point where I was desperate, where I was willing to try everything, and I did. <laughs>